Hey everybody! Hi, welcome. It's time for Atomic Radio Hour, Radio Hour episode two forty nine, two hundred and forty nine. Episode two forty nine. My name is Vince. Welcome to the show. I'll be your host for this this evening, morning, whenever you listen. Now, speaking of episode two forty nine. Next week is episode 250, 250 episodes of Atomic Radio Hour, and we do something here, uh, link to the Patreon below for what I'm about to say if you'd like to help support, but if you're at the $10 tier on the Patreon, you get to listen to the episodes be recorded live. Now, this is a feature that I've had, but a feature that I have people in the $10 tier, as far as I know, they're not in the Discord. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open it up next week for episode 250. As long as you're in the Discord, I'm going to try to set it up. I haven't even told Kyle that I'm doing this yet. I don't think I've told anybody I'm doing this yet. I'm going to set it up where anybody can join. So after this episode is live, at some certain point, there is going to be a notification in the Discord that says, Hey, 250, as long as you're in the Discord, you can join in. Uh, I'm going to try to use it to work out all the kinks and show people that you can actually listen to these episodes, get recorded live, and you can be a part of the show. There'll be a chat. I'll have everything open. I might even just have my phone for chat. We'll, we'll figure it out. The, it, we're going to figure it out as we go along, and that's the fun part about it. So please, I invite you to join uh, the Discord there's a link in the description below. Join because next episode 250 is going to be filmed live in front of everybody, regardless of your status in the Patreon. So please come join us and just hang out in the Patreon. It's a fun time. We don't always talk, but whenever we do, someone will share a funny meme or someone will get a new tattoo. Something will happen. And, you know, it's a good time. It's a, it's a great community that's been fostered there. Now, on a more serious note, I'm sitting again. And I apologize. I went. I finally went to the doctor after two weeks actually tomorrow is uh 4 13 and it'd be two weeks my back hurt and i went to the doctor and they told me that it's a a muscle spasm that i have and that it's not a pinched nerve or not a herniated disc which is fantastic and that they gave me muscle relaxers and i haven't slept that well did since i was a child like to the point where i got up and i was just groggy at work for a few hours just yeah, it's nice to know that like maybe if I have this thing now, these muscle relaxers, I can take them whenever my back gets thrown out because I'm prone to throw it out three, four times a year. But sorry, I just wanted to say that because it's fun to document things. And, you know, I'm sitting down. I don't usually sit. But something I really want to talk about is this past weekend I got to go see the Mario movie. And if you're on the fence about going to see it, go see it. If you like the Mario movies, even if you're the games just a little bit, you like Mario, even if you like tennis or golf, like as long as you like these games a little bit, I feel like you're going to enjoy the movie. It's a kid's movie. It's an hour and 30 something, like 32 minutes long. It's not long. Any longer and I think it's too long. Like I think that if I if I remember correctly, it might say 93 minute runtime. It's It's quick. Nothing gets explained. It doesn't have to. Surprisingly, Jack Black is not the standout performance. It's Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. I I would pay for a Donkey Kong movie just to see Fred Armisen. I don't like Seth Rogen. There's a scene where Seth Rogen looks directly into the camera and laughs, and it works. It's it's a good flick. It's a good kids movie. I, I on my letterbox, um I last year I wanted to do it, but I've been doing it this year. Every time I see a movie, I give it a rating on letterbox, whether I've seen it or not. I gave it like a two and a half, which isn't great, but 
it's a good movie. Like, there's nothing other to say than it's a good movie. I like the beginning of it. My uh, dad is a plumber, so and we're from Brooklyn, so it was cool to see a plumber in Brooklyn do Brooklyn shit and do plumbing shit. Like, even if it's just such a small portion of the movie. I was trying to see street signs. I wanted to see if they lived anywhere near like we were from, but the background is Dumbo, so I, you know, it's stupid money in Dumbo, but it's also fictionalized. Anyway, it's a good movie. I've been seeing people say that it's it's woke. I don't know how. Uh, I joked during, which is funny because during the movie I saw it the opening weekend, I joked to my friend sitting next to me when they drive on Rainbow Road, which is in the trailer. It's not a spoiler, and I went, "Oh, it's woke," because you know. A lot of people think that just because a, a gay person exists in something or a rainbow exists in something that it's an agenda being pushed. But like then we got out of the movies and we're looking up reviews and it was just like critics hate it. Don't understand why. People who like Mario love it. It's a, it's a, it's a decent movie. Like the only thing I don't really like is that there's like a super heavily implied love plot. They don't really expand upon it, but it's just like Mario and Princess Peach. And it's fine. I mean, I don't even think of them as together anymore. Outside of like what happened in Odyssey. Kind of. I just think that they're like friends at this point. Like I don't think of Mario trying to pipe. But anyway, go see the Mario movie if you haven't. It's a ton of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And I feel like if you like video games, it broke a ton of records. And if you like video game movies, like it's a step in the right direction more or less. So I'd see it. It's it's a good movie. Or you know, wait for it to come out and watch it on a streaming platform. But I liked it. That's all I really have to say about that. So I don't have much in terms of updates or life stuff going on or really any fun news that had happened. I am working on something. I'm sending a couple emails out. I haven't heard back in a minute, but if, if, if it works out, I kind of wanted to have it in time for 250. And that's why I didn't announce that I wanted to do a live episode until right now. But if this works out, Big news, like something big. Like I'm not trying to hype something up, but like if this works out, it could be very like, like you know, eleven, twelve year old me is incredibly excited about this. It's something that like I'm I'm really hoping works out. I gotta wait. I'm hoping sometime next week I can hear back about what's going on. But something very large, something very very big. But I don't really like I said I don't really have much to talk about in terms of like life stuff or news or really the show other than make sure you join the Discord because uh next Wednesday, April the 19th, I will be doing the live portion of this on discord but i have to get into the patreon uh, i have to thank the patreon because of you guys the show can continue to grow and become bigger and better uh, and i have some support from some fine folks who i have to thank right now starting with the og noah after noah i have to thank danny thank you danny after danny i have to thank marcus thank you marcus and after marcus i have to thank mellow millhouse Thank you to Mellow Millhouse. Thank you to, to you guys very, very much. Because of you, I can continue to do this and make it bigger and better and have fun stuff to do like next week uh, with the recording live, the thing that I'm trying to work on now. All of these things are things that I can do because I have support and I have love and adoration and I appreciate you immensely. Now, this week, I went on to, for the lore, I went on to the Patreon where I've been asking the lore question when my back isn't killing me. And I asked the Patreon... Something simple. I, I did a little another little thought exercise, and I thought, what are two major factions in the Mojave? What do they do? 
And I feel like one that's incredibly underrepresented outside of the Legion is the Khans. And the Khans have a ton of history with the NCR. They, they hate them. Uh, going all the way back to the, the original Khans, it was the Khans, the new Khans, the great Khans. And the original Khans kidnapping Tandy, who later became president, life president, 80 years of presidency, Tandy for the NCR. And I thought, well, what's Camp Forlorn Hope like? What's that all about? It's one of those places that I've been to. I don't know the story of, but I know that I've been to. And then I thought, well, you know, they hate the cons. So the cons have Red Rock Canyon. So I put on the Patreon, what do you want to hear more? NCR or Red Rock Canyon? And the Patreon picked Red Rock Canyon. So if you'd like to hear any lore, and I mean any lore whatsoever, make sure you're in the Discord, because sometimes I'll ask a question in there, or join the Patreon. Even at the $1 tier, you have the ability to join a poll that picks this week's lore, or leave a YouTube comment. I might just pick a YouTube comment one week, just because it'll be easier to pick a YouTube comment, and then your comment will be featured behind me. So, uh, this week's lore coming to you from the Patreon is on Red Rock Canyon from Fallout New Vegas. Red Rock Canyon in 2281 is a reference site for the Great Cons after the battle, the massacre, excuse me, the massacre of Bitter Springs in 2278. A battle, a massacre that happened resulting in a lot of civilian lives lost, a lot of uh, NCR soldiers actually retire from NCR, the army because of the, P the PTSD that they accrued because of this battle. Uh, in the All Roads comic, which I do have, which you can, you can find, there's a video on the channel of me reading it, but you can also find probably a PDF of it online if you just want to read it yourself. So many people from that are so widely affected that even the Con Chase, uh, who's just like this tight-lipped marauder, mercenary, bad, I hate the term badass, but like badass dude, is widely affected by this. And... A lot of NCR is widely affected from this. It happened in 2278, so it was only a few years before the game actually takes place. Now, Red Rocks Canyon was once the Red Rocks Canyon National Conservation Area in Clark County, Nevada, and it was managed by the Bureau of Land Management and is part of the National Landscape Conservatory System and is protected as a national park. It's 15 miles outside of the New Vegas Strip, or the, excuse me, the Las Vegas Strip, and its highest point is La Madre Mountain at 8,154 feet, 2,485 meters. The remnants of the canyon are still there, which is more explored, I feel like, in something like Honest Hearts, where you get to go to Zion and you get to see all of the, the paintings and the carvings. It's one of the few things that would be left behind. It's the modern day buildings kind of are like the modern day caves and whatever is inside is the modern day cave paintings. But there are paintings on the rocks that people have left. And I can only imagine an area like this after the bombs fell would be an area that people would invade for various reasons. And one of them being just the fact that it's kind of walled off and you can kind of hide, especially with some of the stuff I'm going to talk about a little bit later. It's an area that you can kind of chill out in hang back and wait and kind of just be there. Uh, it's going to take a lot of resources to get in. It's going to take a lot of resources to get out. Now, the cons have also added to this, this being the new con hideout after the massacre at Bitter Springs. They've added to this. And with this area, what they plan to do is grow their chem empire. There's only a few places you could actually encounter cons in the game. One of them is Quarry Junction. Uh, one of them is Australian, I believe, which I always thought was fun. 
there's also Red Rock itself, and there's Boulder City where you can do the uh, the quest that you get Benny's lighter when you meet Jessup. The canyon has three entrances in total to get in. Uh, it's the east side that follows Nevada 159 and the north entrance, but then the wiki, and I get all my lore off of fallout.fandom.com, the Nukipedia, if you will, the Fallout wiki, the wiki doesn't have the third en- entrance on there, like where it brings up entrances in the layout section. Now, the Great Cons HQ is hidden away. They have tons of tents that line the way up into the main section, uh, which essentially is the longhouse. They have a longhouse there that they kind of hold court, uh, and they also have meals in there. But that's what I essentially consider to be like the HQ building. They also have an armory. Uh, but there's a bunch of tents that lead up to that. And there's also an initiation ring. There's a fella down there who's about to be initiated. And also Jessup can show up after the Boulder City thing, like I said earlier. But the initiation ring is very much a get beat in type of, of deal, much akin to gangs of today. There's anti-NCR graffiti and skulls with NCR helmets that are located throughout uh, the whole thing says FNCR. There's a bunch of stuff that shows how much the cons don't enjoy them, along with their own insignia. Now, like I said, the longhouse where Papa Con holds court and they have meals. Behind the longhouse are some outhouses, some other tents. Now, behind all of that is the Red Rock Drug Lab where Jack and Diane cook drugs. They cook chems. They make meth. Uh, I think it's cool they use Jack and Diane and not Walter and Jesse. And I don't think it was out at the time. No, it wasn't. It was 2011, so it might have like just come out. Now, just some notes for you. Uh, if Boone is with the player character, when you get to the canyon, when you get to Red Rock Canyon, they might turn hostile against you. Part of Boone's quest talks about how there was guys that he lost at Bitter Springs. So him seeing cons and shooting on sight makes absolute perfect sense. Inside the initiation ring, sometimes Cazadors can spawn. Uh, Red Rock isn't far from where jacobstown is so sometimes because there's cazadors on the way there sometimes a cazador will spawn and it'll just kill everybody in that area that's really all i have on the great cons um just that or um, excuse me not the great cons but red rock canyon that's all i really really have for you they're not super flushed out in new vegas i wish they were more flushed out There's certain endings of the great con saying that they go off and uh, join Caesar and their entire in the Caesar ending. They join Caesar because he took down NCR. They lose their culture, but they lose their culture knowing that the NCR went down. It's kind of a trade off. Uh, They're cool. I every time I want to replay New Vegas, I think what I'm going to do next time I play New Vegas is try to do like a chem run, like a wild just mercenary chem run where I'm just addicted to everything and I'll go to the cons and do all their quests. Cause I've, I don't think I've really ever done them. I know they're there. I just don't think I've really explored the cons as much as I should have. That's all I really have for red rock Canyon. And that my friends is this week's lore. Now I have something special for you uh, behind me. Most likely probably, I don't see why it wouldn't be is my shelf, my fallout shelf. To me, when I record, it's to my right, but but when I edit this, it's behind me because it's a photograph that I've taken. And this is a thing that I accrue things for. It's a hobby. Uh, There is a really good red letter media video on graded videos, graded videotapes, and how it may or may not be a scam. And 
as someone who is interested in grading and likes the idea of having a graded video game, you know, they use the term prominence a lot and how something has a story. All of this has a story to me. I have a, a copy of Fallout 3 that I'd like to get graded because it has prominence to me. It ha- it's, it's, I want it on a plaqued up thing that I can hang on the wall. So behind me is, is, is a group of things that I've acquired over time. I've, I've, some might even say I hoarded. And Kyle has sent me something from the jungles of Neo-Vietnam. Um, he sent me a box. I have no clue what's in the box. He sent this to me. And we're going to go through it. I do have a couple other things. A friend bought me these recently, and I just wanted to use it as an excuse to show these off. Here's Big Leagues. Let me see if I can get it to work. Here's Big Leagues, a bobblehead. Uh, it has special limited edition packaging. Sure, great. I don't need limited edition packaging. These come out of the box. They're toys. They. Uh, I need limited edition figures. Very, very rarely do I ever keep a toy in box. The only time I ever really do is if I get it from a friend or a Funko Pop or something. I say, in box, out of box, and they choose. Because if they think I should keep it in box, it stays in box. But it was a gift, so I'm never going to sell it. So this is Big League's bobblehead. I also have another one in here. I believe this one... Yes, this one is Demolitions Expert. Again, in box. I haven't taken them out. My friend got this for me, and I just thought, you know what? Let me talk about it before I actually do anything with it. Uh, and then it's going to go on the shelf. I actually, because of everything he sent me from what I assume is going to be in there, I need to buy like spice cabinet rack adjuster things so I can like redo this. I have themes behind me. I don't know how well it's going to show up. I'll move a little bit. Uh, but like I have a Nuka Cola section. I have like an enemy, like a, like a bad guy, good guy section. There's bottle caps, my Gary stuff. Actually, hold on a sec. This is another edition that I made recently. It's the little duck. I never thought I... Do I have the sticker on? No. I never thought I would own these. Um, but it's just a rubber duck of the Vault Boy. Give it a little winky wink and a little thumbs up. He's fun. He's fresh. He's neat. Uh, yeah, I walked into uh, like a secondhand gaming shop. There's a place around here. Uh, they go by different names. There's... They're most... I think in the Midwest is vintage stock. Um, and there was one there and he was, I think he was like four or five bucks. And I was like, well, I guess I, I guess I have a rubber duck now. So I have to find places for all of this stuff, but let's get into what Kyle sent me. This is the box that Kyle sent me. Uh, it's a sizable box. It's bigger than my head. I have no clue what's in here. I don't know anything about what could be here. This is just a box sent from my buddy, Kyle. Let's open her up. If you remember, if you've been here for a minute, I did open a mystery box a little while ago. This is kind of like that. But my God, Kyle, you really taped this bitch up. Holy shit. Oh. Oh. Bubble wrap. Tight. So let's see what he got. He sent a little letter. Let me see what the letter says quick. Dearest Vince, it just keeps getting worse. Bodies on top of bodies line the trenches. The stench of human flesh and napalm and gunpowder pollutes my brain space in a way I never thought possible. I've, I've yet to grow accustomed to it and fear she will never leave me. Cookies running low. Sergeant jokingly suggested cannibalism and I fear I heard a twinge of realism and hesitation in his voice. The beds have bugs. The water is either too hot or too cold. Whenever it decides to run... And all the while, I long for your... Anyhow, here's a package I sent to you based on that podcast thing that you do. Hope you like it. I'll try to not think of all my brothers I've lost here in Neo-Vietnam 
from the jungles love Bentley. All right, so let's go through this. Oh, shit. Yo. Yeah, okay. So Kyle just got me the Nuka-Cola blaster. Just sent this over. This is, I don't even know where I'm going to put this. I have the lunchbox that matches with this. Yo. This is super tight. I like how there's just 45,000 companies that makes Bethesda stuff. This is fanwares. The bobblehead is gaming heads. Then Funko might do a run of stuff. Oh, my girl, Piper. Uh, I don't have anything Piper. Cool. So this is going to get added to as well. She's got a big ass head. I love the little Fallout 4 10 millimeter that she has. Please focus. There we go. She looks great. She's going... I don't have a jar of the size, so she'll go on the shelf. Oh, Kyle hooked it up. My God. The the gravity... No, not the gravity hammer. The, the super sledge from 4? With, with the... um. What are they called? Jeez, listen to me. I sound like a bumble. This is going to get greened out. Haha, <laughs> it's going to get green screened out. Let me see if I put my hand over it. It's not going to change much. The, oh, what the f***? Oh, I pulled this out too, thinking it was the stand. The Ripper? Jesus, the Fallout 4 Ripper? Fusion cores. Fusion cores. I can't believe I couldn't think of that. I, I haven't slept well. I'm only sleeping well now because I'm on... Muscle relaxers. I'm trying to not look inside the box. Like, I can't help it. This ripper is crazy. This is nuts. And I have the the laser rifle. Kyle, I bought the laser rifle off of Kyle. Now I have a super sledge. I have a ripper. I have a bunch of stuff. I think this is... No. This is a minigun. A laser minigun. Oh, Kyle. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold on. That's exactly what I think it is. That's exactly what I think. Yo! I was gonna buy this man, too. I think these are all from Loot Crates. This is insane. Fox. Oh, I had a feeling that was what this was. Something troubling you, my friend. Look at him. He's probably going to get green screened out, too. Yo, my favorite companion from 3 next to dog meat. He's got the ripped 87 jumpsuit. Yo. And I almost bought him recently. I saw him on sale. Someone reselling it. Mmm. Mmm. This was from a loot crate. Fallout crate. Super dope. The gold pin of speech? Yeah, speech. That's my favorite skill. And it's gold? Golden like a shower. That's super dope. Here's a stand for one of the weapons. I don't have this Funko. This is from the Fallout 4 run. This is a... a, a Soul Survivor, she has a little stim pack. I do not have this one. I have to redo everything. Like right down here, I have Kyle's NCR Chuck and his uh, uh, NCR flag that he sent me. But I have to do like a vault section now. I have a couple vault dwellers all over the place, but I don't know where I'm going to put all this. Yo, is this Maxon? No. This is Dance. Talk Dance? 
Senior Dancy Pants? I love Dance, dude. Buzz Lightyear looking ass? Love him. That's awesome. Yo, the cannon? I didn't even know this was a thing. Kyle, you used enough saran wrap. I know you like to bake, but damn, dude, save some for the cookies. This is cool. I think I use this for a little bit. You get this cannon, I believe, on this ship that crash lands and the sentry bots run it, the robots run it. That's dope. That's really cool. I like the patina on it. The red has some rust to it, some age, some character. That's cool. These are the base plates. Oh, there's so many. There's more? There's so many base plates. I wonder if they tell you what each one is for. Tie this one up. Damn, I'm going to have to have just a section of that. 126? Oh. Oh. What's 126? The dirtiest one is going to Fox. That isn't this one. Maybe this is Fox's. This is the only one that's different. The rest look like like vault doors. This one just looks like a little landscape. I don't know what the hell 126 is. But it says 126 on it. There's no, They only go up to 123. The vaults. It's by Loot Crate. Doesn't say what goes to what, though. Oh, it's everybody's favorite robot. It's Nick Valentine. I think his gun broke. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, his gun's... His gun's a little bendy. There we go. I fixed it. He's got another gun on his back. Oh, what's going on here? Hold on a sec. Sorry about your wife there, kid. That's dope. I don't have anything... I really don't have a lot of Fallout 4 stuff. And I know it's a meme for me to, like, shit on Fallout 4, but I gotta fix this gun. But I, I do appreciate Fallout 4 for what it is, and I don't have a ton of stuff that's Fallout 4, so it's nice to finally have some stuff. Kyle, you hooked it up, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just some power armor, and it looks like 45, but it might be 60. I'm assuming it's 60. Yo! Oh, tight. <laughs> uh, Funko Pop. This is, I believe, from 76. From the, when they started doing the 76 line. This is the, uh, T40. No, I'm sorry. The T51. T51 in, with a, a plasma rifle. This is super dope. This is, I don't, I can put him next to, I don't, I have, the only other Funko I have is the Comic Con Fallout 4, uh, without the helmet on. So it's like Nate, it's like a basic, Head mold. It might be Nate. I don't think it is. But this is super dope too. Thank you. Ah, oh, here's the head. Cool. So this is him complete. I'm assuming he goes with a base plate. I don't know which one he's going to get. As far as it doesn't have a weapon. He might have one in the box that I have to find. But he's super, super tight. Thank you. Oh. This is the fourth one of these bobbleheads I have. These were a Loot Crate exclusive. These, I guess these all came from Loot Crate. Um, the, this I have one of these was actually my car like like you have a little hula girl i had this one so i have this one here another one there one on top one on the bottom one in the box and now this one so maybe i'll add him to the giveaway as well because i have the giveaway shelf and by the way i'm not far from 500 subs subs and when i hit 500 subs i'm going to give something away i don't know how i'm going to do it but i'll figure it out so here he is wibbity wobbling oh oh and again, for more stuff that I just don't have from Fallout 4, because I'm assuming this all came from loot crates, here is Hancock, which I don't have his Funko. There's a couple Funkos that I want to go back and buy, but they're super expensive. He's cool with the knife that he uses to kill that guy when you walk into Good Neighbor. Super tight. Again, don't know what base plate I'm going to give him. Oh, crazy. 
Cool, cool, cool. So in the line of the little mini weapons that he sent me, oh, the mini nuke comes out. It's the fat man. Sorry. I got excited. It's the fat man has a little stand like the other ones, but it, the mini nuke comes out. Part of me wants to get into like figure making and I could just make minis of this. How does this sit? Oh, it's got pegs. Damn, just pegged a fat man. Tight. That's super dope. One of the coolest weapons in the entire series that I think I've only shot like four times. Super, super cool. A little dog meat. A little puppy. And all this stuff comes off. Yo, rest in peace, River. Look at him go. What a good boy. I wonder what he goes to. Is he just by himself? Bark, bark, wolf, bark, bark. Maybe it's not. For Fortune Finder, I believe this is. Wait, why is his shirt like that? Look at this shirt. Someone's like a bootleg. No, that's cool, though. I wonder if everyone else is like that. I think this is where he's supposed to go. If it is, it, it's cool. If it's not, I'll figure it out. Like I said, I'm going to play with all this stuff later and really put... If I set this up the way I want to set it up, there will be a picture when this is when I'm done going through it of what everything looks like. Yeah, it's Fortune Finder, but... Oh, I guess even in the in the perk, I'm looking at it too, his shirt's like that. Huh. I never noticed. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Fortune Finder. What does little standy stand? Look at him go. Finding his way. And last, but certainly not least, still with the box, Cogsworth. Tight. Oh, no way. Is this a luggage tag? Sorry, I was just looking at the box quick and found this Pip-Boy. I think it's a luggage tag. Let me take it out. It hasn't been taken out of the box. If this is a luggage tag and oh, I'll put it on my stuff. I don't really ever check a bag, but still. And this is a this is a, a 3000 model from 3 in New Vegas. This is dope. Oh, good. Okay, well, I broke it already. Oh, no, I didn't. It comes out. Cool. Yeah, it is a luggage tag. So I'll show it off real quick. Hold on. Ba-bam. That's super dope. Super, super dope. Cool. Oh, I dropped it. Good thing it's rubber. Uh, no, that's going to go on my bags. Definitely. I might put it on the shelf for a minute, but it's going to go on my bags for when I travel to the new Vegas event in November. In Good Springs. But let me take out Cogsworth real quick. Lost my knife. The back of this says, Traveling through the Commonwealth can be hungry work. Why not stick with a companion who's ready to whip up a snack, even though you're about two centuries late for dinner? Cogsworth has been on your side since before the Great War, and we think that earns him a prime spot on your display shelf. I just want to point out that saying, uh, Traveling through the Commonwealth can be hungry work sounds a lot like, you know, Traveling through Mo Mojave makes you wish for nuclear winter. Look at him! I want to see if he has a 126 on him, too. He doesn't. Here's his little vault door stand, which I think if anybody needs a stand the most, it's him just because he floats nice and dirty. Like, I like it. Oh, his arms are not attached. Hold on, I got to attach the arms. Damn, I don't have, like, anything. I don't have anything robotic. Like, I don't have any sort of a thing like this. Where do they even go? There doesn't seem to be any place I can just put them on. Oh, found it. Peg and a robot. And he comes on a little standy stand. 
He's got his little buzzsaw. He's got his little flamethrower. And then he's got his little coffee pot. Look at him go. He's a good little boy. He's waiting for you for a long time. He's got a nice little patina to him. Not as much as uh, I think it is in game, but it's it's nice. The, the rust is there. Little bits of it. I can hear him now. Asking me if I want a snack after I've been frozen for 200 years. So that's that's everything he sent me. Sent me a ton of stuff. A ton of great stuff. Kyle, I really like this box was jam-packed. Kyle, I really can't thank you enough, man. Um, but that's pretty much all I have. I I, I was going to say, oh, I'll pick a favorite. But like, I don't have anything I don't like out of this. I, it's every, like, none of, I didn't own any. I owned one thing. But like, fine. Who cares? Like, I already have a bunch. It's like Mac the, the Funko Mystery Mini uh, of McCready. It became like a meme that I have like three of them. I gave like one to my brother, but then I opened two with a friend. And he was like, ah, I didn't really want it in the first place. My plan was to give it to you whatever I got. So I had like three or four of them. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. That's everything for today. If you like the intro music, it's by the one and only Shane Ivers. Link to his music in the description. It's silvermansounds.com slash free music for all of his heaters. But our song is called Feather Duster. Again, the Patreon. You can join even at a dollar. You can pick the lore for the week. And you get to listen to these episodes get recorded live. Live. Uh, also, there's a link in the description to the Discord join the discord the red bubble if you'd like to support it in a little extra monetary way to buy a design that i or the previous host have created i hope you're doing well i love you very much thank you for sticking around and i will be seeing you next week for 250 hopefully you could be with me while it's live that's going to be like i said april 19th yes april 19th i hope to see you there i love you very much bye bye atomic radio hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.